Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Is President Obama promoting Islam overseas? One former congressman says yes. We have an exclusive interview with Colonel Alan West. Also, Bo Snurdly. He was previously invisible, but we got him on video, the call screener for Rush Limbaugh. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The Daily Caller reports that former Congressman Alan West has declared that President Obama is an Islamist who is intentionally working against the security of the United States. Here's a quote from the former Florida Congressman and retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel. He wrote, the only plausible explanation for many actions taken by President Obama and his administration are that they are working counter to the security of the United States of America. He gives six examples as proof. Number one, he includes President Obama's decision to release five Taliban terrorists from Guantanamo Bay, Cuba in exchange for Sergeant Bergdahl, who is alleged to have uh, abandoned the U.S. Army. This is back in May. Number two, he provided weapons of support to the Egyptian government led by the Muslim Brotherhood, including F-16s and billions of American dollars. Number three, he is continuing to negotiate with Hamas terrorists against the interests of Israel. Colonel West also writes at length about Obama's recent decision to ban Libyans, to lift a ban on Libyans. These are former Muslim terrorists, I guess, who President Obama has uh, blessed and said, now they can attend U.S. flight schools and study nuclear science, which had been banned since 1983. So are these things endangering America? Here's another quote from Colonel Allen West. He says, can anyone explain what the strategy and objective is here in lifting the ban with a nation that is or should be on the terrorist watch list. Sorry, but I can only explain this one way. Barack Hussein Obama is an Islamist in his foreign policy perspectives and supports their cause. The pivot away from the Middle East seems to be nothing more than an opportunity to enable Islamists and their goals. Anyone supporting this Libyan ban being lifted is indeed an enemy of this state. Now in a few minutes, we're gonna show our live interview that we got with Colonel Allen West at the Western Conservative Summit. He uh, granted an exclusive interview to our TV show. Uh, but I first wanna point out that President Obama himself, although I don't believe he's an enemy of the state, he happens to be president of the United States. He was elected twice, uh, but he has some really bad policy decisions with regard to foreign policy, especially promoting Islam overseas. Here's a direct quote from the president. He says, the future must not belong to those who slander the prophet of Islam. Really? 
Why is the foreign policy of the United States to promote a false religion, to promote a false prophet, and to send our money to organizations overseas that uh, not only promote Islam as the nationalist religion of the state, like Egypt, for example, but also funding of terrorism, like the terrorists in Syria, uh, and the counter-government who is now actually waging war against Iraq. I thought Iraq was supposed to be one of our allies. So President Obama's foreign policy is upside down, and I believe it is promoting Islam. The Bible says this in Deuteronomy chapter 13, and let's talk about Islam for a moment, and then let's discern the spirits. The Bible says, if a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass. In other words, it's a true prophecy, and it really does happen. But then if he says, let us go after other gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Isn't that interesting? Let's take a moment to discern the spirits. Uh, the Bible is saying here that when a person who claims to be a prophet comes to you and does miracles and predicts the future and his predictions actually come true. Does that mean he's a holy man? Does that mean he's from God? No, it's a demonic spirit. And when this demonic spirit is predicting the future accurately, uh, by the way, some demons do have supernatural powers and they are actually being sent by God to test you, to see if you're gonna follow after that demon and worship false gods like the false god Allah or follow the false prophet Muhammad who wrote a false book, the Quran. If you're gonna follow that demonic spirit, then you're not, it's proof to God that you don't love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And that is the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of Moses, the God of Jesus Christ, who is Jesus Christ. So let's take a moment and pray. Would you pray with me about this? Father in heaven, we do pray in Jesus' name that you will help us discern the spirits, that you will even help President Obama discern the spirits, that we will stop promoting death and destruction, which I think we can all agree is evil, uh, in the name of sending taxpayer dollars to fund Islam and terrorism. Father, we pray that, that the U.S. government will wake up, that the citizens will rally to wake us up, that the citizens will call their congressmen and, and do everything they can to stop the funding of the Muslim Brotherhood and other projects of the Obama administration. We pray this blessing on America that you would help us to only follow the one true God. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When I come back, I'm gonna interview Colonel Alan West is gonna be on our TV show. This was taped a couple of weeks ago at the Western Conservative Summit. We'll be right back. Discerning the spirits that rule our politicians, Dr. Chaps will be right back. Do you care about defending religious liberty? I know you do. And that's why I'm asking you to take action today. Don't just sit there, but do something. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and sign a petition that we'll fax to Congress on your behalf. In fact, there are three specific petitions I want you to sign to defend military chaplains who are under fire. The first is to support H.R. 343, 
This is a bill introduced in Congress by my friend, Congressman Walter Jones of North Carolina, to protect free speech for military chaplains who are sometimes punished if they use the word Jesus in their prayers. Well, if you know my story, you know that I was punished in 2006, uh, even at court martial, because I used the word Jesus in my prayers in uniform in front of the White House. Well, I was later vindicated by Congress who said it's okay for me to do that. But did you know 65 other chaplains are now suing the Navy? I was not the only person. Our second petition I want you to sign is to protect military chapel buildings, which are being desecrated. Christian altars, Catholic or Protestant, are being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies in all 50 states under this order by the Obama administration. Well, that deprives all of our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines of a sacred worship space, which ought to be protected. And instead, they're gonna punish the chaplain if he won't turn over the keys to his chapel. Here's another petition I want you to sign, and this is to stop threatening court-martial for troops who talk about Jesus. Even recently, the Pentagon is saying, oh, we're gonna threaten you with a crime of proselytizing. No, that's not right. Any soldier ought to be able to talk about his or her faith in Jesus Christ and to have that same religious freedom of speech that we sacrifice to give for others. When you sign these petitions, we will fax them to Congress and it's free. I want you to take action today. Sign these three important petitions at PrayInJesusName.org. Go there today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps at the Western Conservative Summit in Denver, Colorado, grabbing celebrity interviews, and I just bumped into a patriotic American, you must know, Colonel Allen West. Thank you so much, sir, for Thanks. joining us. Thanks for having me, chaplain. Uh, we're on a, a religious network, so yeah. we, and I'm a chaplain, and you're a man of patriotism and, and military service. Yeah. Talk about, uh, just briefly, your military career. Well, you know, my military career comes from a family that has had four generations of total serving. My father served in World War II, my older brother in Vietnam. I did 22 years of service in the United States Army, and now my uh, nephew is following our footsteps. We promoted him to major this year. He's wow. a paratrooper, an artilleryman just like me, and now he's at the Army Staff College. Well, I was a Navy chaplain. I won't hold that against you. Uh, Anchors away. <laughs> Will you guys stop beating us in football? That's all I'm asking. But I noticed you have command jump wings here. How many jumps did you have? Well, I have a total of 73 jumps. I'm an Army Master Parachutist, but I also have a Navy Marine Corps Parachutist because I had three years on an exchange with the Marines. Hence the gold wings, you're wearing them both with the American flag. Absolutely. Can't be much better than that. So after you got out of the service, uh, you ran for Congress in Florida. Talk yeah. about that. Yeah, I first ran in 2008 after I came back from a, an assignment in Afghanistan. We came short, ran again in 2010, was successful. Had two years uh, up there in Washington, D.C. on Capitol Hill. And obviously I was the number one target for the entire Democrat Party. Number one uh, for Nancy Pelosi's PAC. Uh, what's his name? George Soros put five million in against me. A, uh, a secret group came out of San Francisco. So, and there was a little voter fraud in one county, St. Lucie. So we were not successful in winning re-election. But, uh, you know, it's not about titles. It's not about worrying of, of being up on Capitol Hill. You continue to serve the country because of the oath of office That's that right. both of us took. To defend the Constitution against its foreign and defense. domestic enemies. Absolutely. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That's why I'm, it's an honor to be here at the Western Conservative Summit. You know, the theme this year is America at its best, and that's what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Now, the reason Soros and Pelosi and their PACs came after you is because you're so outspoken and you're plain spoken. Oh, well, 
And he says, in a, in a universe of deceit, truth becomes a revolutionary act. And it shouldn't be that way in our country. But the great thing is that I can always look at myself at the end of the day and know that I have nothing to be ashamed of, unlike some of the people that we have in positions of elector, electoral leadership in this country. So talk about the book that you wrote and what, are, what kind of issues are you fighting now that you're out of public office? Well, the book is called Guardian of the Republic and I think the most important thing we must realize is that America is a constitutional republic. As a matter of fact, in September of 1787, after the deliberations of the Constitution were over, Benjamin Franklin was asked by Mrs. Powell in Philadelphia, well, doctor, what is it that we have, a republic or a monarchy? And Franklin replied, we have a republic if you can keep it. And the book that I wrote is all about a philosophical biography that really talks about why I'm so passionate about this country and some of the thoughts of the founding fathers in establishing it because I think that message into the black community where we see schools failing, we see the family falling apart, we see churches suffering, not being as influential as they once were. You know, 2010 seemed to be a, re a revolution, and you were part of that. We fired Nancy Pelosi as the speaker, and thank God she has not reclaimed that title. Uh, do you see 2014 moving in that direction, the sixth year of a failed Ob Obama presidency? Yeah, I really do with all of the recent events. It's not just the failing economy. It's what we see happening with an unsecure border and a person like Harry Reid saying that the border is secure. That tells you you got to get rid of this guy's Senate majority leader. But you think about the loss of global credibility that we have with the recent shoot down of the Malaysia's jet. When you look at what Israel is doing, standing up against Hamas, we're not standing up as strongly as we should be to support Israel. Leading from behind is what we call following down south, where I was born and raised. So I think that you're absolutely right. You're going to see an incredible resource, maybe for your pastor, or if you're a counselor, or a serious Bible student, this is a theology book and you're going to love it. Or maybe you want something more fun. I've also written a different book, which is more of a popular book. Uh, it's called The Demons of Barack Obama, and it applies my theology of discerning of spirits to the 44th president of the United States. I used an article written by my friend David Barton on 50 events in his presidency, and I tried to... His invisible partner is James Golden, otherwise known as Bo Snurdly. We actually found Mr. Snurdly right here at the summit, and thank you so much for agreeing to this. Well, interview. you're welcome, and it's great to be at the summit. I was here last year, and this is one of the, uh, it's turning out to be one of the premier political events of the country, uh, kind of like a don't miss. <laughs> so hopefully I'll be back next year too. Exactly. This is like CPAC in Washington every year, but we do it in Denver. Yeah. And it's and attracting it's not CPAC in Washington. <laughs> it's attracting big names like you now. <laughs> well, big names like <laughs> it's attracting big names like Ben Carson was here yes. last night, and 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 I saw uh, Senator Scott speaking earlier. I understand Bobby Jindal rocked the house. Yes. Okay, and then and Ted got Cruz Ted is coming, Cruz coming up, which is going to be just awesome. And Sarah Palin. Exactly. So, I mean, and, and, and then there's some other people, too. Jenny Beth Martin is here from um, Tea Party Patriots. She's a, a person you did, and you need to track down Ann McElherney, who did the uh, Frack Nation filmmaker. She's here. There's some young filmmakers here. Caleb Brownham, I love this guy. Yeah. He was here last year, he's here this year. You are here with cameras in tow. <laughs> this guy's got like a two camera shoot going on, people. He's big time. Yeah, right, we're on national TV, actually, the NRB network. Talk a little bit about your biography. What did you do before Rush? I, I'm, I'm a radio guy. Um, well, a radio and a broadcast guy. And I have been for most of my life. So I met Rush. 
oh man, this is not decades ago. In Sacramento? You know, thing, no, 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 in New York, when he came to New York. I was, before I did talk radio, I did music radio. I was the last director of, um, music director of WABC in New York when it was a music station, the biggest top music station in the world. And I produced their last music show and their first talk show. Um, and, and I mean this, since I was a kid, I've always worked with great broadcasters. In the music industry, it was guys like Dan Ingram, um, who, I mean, anybody in radio know who's, who these names, like guys like Dan Ingram, Ron Lundy, Jerry Bledsoe, who got me into business, my cousin, one of the greatest broadcasters ever, Gary Imhotep Burr. But, but, and these guys are all legends in their field, but Rush Limbaugh is the most incredible broadcast talent in history. It, it, it's, what he's done, look, in our industry, if you last 10, 15 years, you've had a great ride. So for him to be now into the 26th year, his ratings don't go down. And they don't go down because, and, and he, all, he also does something else very amazing. And, and so if, if you see broadcasters and you see the, the tendency, what you see is after they've made it to the top, okay, now you can delegate some of the work out. You don't have to work as hard. You can maybe take Fridays off and do things. Rush works just as hard now as he worked then. He's always working. And he never stops working. And one of the reasons that he's a great broadcaster is because he takes it seriously. He works at it. He has immense talent. And he's a great boss. So I've been really blessed to be part of the show. Last question. How hard would it be, and maybe you can talk to him behind the scenes, to get Rush Limbaugh to come here to the Western Conservative Summit I'm next year? I'm not his year. personal secretary. I don't do any of that. I stay clear from that. Rush makes up his own mind where he goes. I don't put myself and insert myself in his business like that. Well, we're glad to have you in his stead and, and representing well, thank him. Thank you. Mr. Bro Snurdly, everybody. Thank you so much. Not, that wasn't Bro Snurdly. It was Bo Snurdly. Hey, what did I say? But I like bro snurly. I may use that. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be back after this short break. This is PIJN News. And you don't even need a fax machine. Not only do we deliver your petitions instantly, but with our dashboard feature, you can quickly recruit friends on Facebook and Twitter to co-sign your petition. Do you care about a particular cause? You can build a virtual army of supporters at faxcongress.com. Do you lead a church, faith-based organization, or PAC? We can even help you do fundraising. It's free. Just visit faxcongress.com and try it out. Make a difference. Sign any petition today at faxcongress.com. Faxcongress.com. Welcome back and thank you for watching PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna take a few moments and talk about our nonprofit and some of the things that you can do. By the way, I've had this since 1999, even before I was a chaplain in the Navy, and I've never taken a dime in salary from donations to our nonprofit. But I do pray that you will support us, and here's why. Uh, even though I don't take a salary from this, we do incredible things with very little money. We, we're on a shoestring budget here, literally, just to bring you these breathtaking interviews. We've had Senator Ted Cruz, Jim DeMint, Mike Lee, uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Today you saw Colonel Allen West and Bo Snurdly. Uh, and we do have production costs, but besides that, we do amazing things for the poor. We built an orphanage for 94 children in India. We sent all of the money, we raised all the money and sent it over there. We've sent tens of thousands of dollars to the victims of the Haiti earthquake. We've raised money for uh, people here in America, like the victims of the Black Forest Fire, the Boulder Flood here in Colorado, but we also support widows around America. There are 
people who call us on our toll-free prayer line, 866. Broadcast this into people's homes to organize these petition drives, and especially, we spend thousands of dollars organizing rallies around the country and petitioning legislators. Please call us today at 866-Obey-God and give the best pledge that you can give to defend religious liberty and take a stand for Jesus Christ. We can't do it without you. Please donate today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.